Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. For a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, back uh, live at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The full-time report, Atlanta United and Cruzazol end regulation 1-1. And Cruzazol wins the match in penalties 5-4. Knocking Atlanta United out of League's Cup. Cruzazol going to Charlotte Wednesday night. Miller, help me out. Is it Ferretti or Pineda at the podium right now? Do you know which coach is at the podium right now? Nobody yet. Nobody yet. Okay. I thought I heard I, Jason Kirksey was at the podium. That's what I heard. Jason is the uh, um, press officer for CONCACAF tonight, and he was giving some instructions to the media. So uh, if Gonzalo Pineda comes to the podium here in the next couple minutes, uh, we'll go to that. But in the meantime, uh, look, uh, I, I think, again, it would be very, very hard for me to accept an argument that this was not a good performance by Atlanta United tonight. Uh, certainly much better than Tuesday in Miami, but penalties are cruel. And uh, unfortunately, Atlanta United was in a position where this went to a penalty shootout because they conceded a goal in the 20th minute. Uh, they absolutely had all the momentum in the second half. They finally get the equalizer in the 75th minute. They almost got the game winner. A uh, couple very, very good saves in regulation by Sebastian Warado, the Cruz's old goalkeeper, and then um, a big save in penalties on Miguel Berry, and that's why Atlanta United is going home. Looks like Gonzalo Pineda is going to the podium now from what I'm the word I'm getting from downstairs. Okay, that's good. Uh, why don't we go down to that? Hey, Coach, you said uh, on Friday that the number one thing the team needed to improve upon from Miami was to be clinical in front of uh, both goals. Uh, do you feel the team did well enough on both ends in that area tonight? Who we'll say yes is just the final the final execution in the, in the attacking half. I think we were not as clinical as, as I wanted, but, um, yeah, uh, I think we did a good game. Felipe? Gonzalo, this, this is obviously a big tournament for MLS and for the league. Carl we was saying earlier this year that this is a huge tournament for Atlanta United. The preseason was built around playing against Mexican sides, and now you guys are out of the tournament, the second tournament that Atlanta United is eliminated from this season. How disappointing is it? And what's obviously MLS Cup to play for, but just what's the assessment right now? Very disappointed with this one. I think uh, we deserve better, but uh, this is football. Um, I saw a, a big, big improvement in the team. 
I think we did a great job in many, many different phases of the game. Uh, but football is like this, and we couldn't succeed on this one. Um, we'll be, of course, um, reflecting and you know, um, trying to assess our performance overall and, and try to be better. That's always the goal. There are 10 games left uh, in the season. August the 20th, Seattle Sounders away. It's a big task for the team, and so we have now three weeks to prepare that and and to go for those 30 points and try to get as many as possible. Go down here on the end. I think Gonzalo, um, you talked about those little moments that happened in matches, and it looked like what came up in the first half when Chris Gould scored in the first half, you know, again, uh, the attacker left open on the left side. I mean, what is the breakdown in that situation? And again, how does Atlanta United correct it? Yeah, I think it was a, a mistake. I think uh, we were doing a good job on solving those those um, long switches of play, shifting over properly. We tried to be more aggressive, especially with the wingers. And uh, in that play, uh, Miles jumps for the for the ball and and Ronald with so much energy and trying to do the best he goes for the same ball and then both of them uh, don't make contact and then the second ball goes for them inside the box so that's what happened it's of course a mistake but it's unfortunate because the team was doing a good job. Good down front here with Donnell. Coach, with the exception of the guy in Miami, is Amado the best player in MLS? <laughs> It's the best player for me, but obviously it's up to opinions. I think uh, Thiago had a, a very good performance again. I think uh, having a lot of players now that he can combine with help a lot. I think, of course, Tristan, you saw a little bit of what, uh, of what, of who he is and why we sign him. Uh, but also Rosetto Amar. I mean, there were so many good possession sequences where. When Thiago is around those type of players, I think he's going to shine even more. So he had a big, big uh, game, uh, but unfortunately, again, you know, on penalties, we're out. Go to John in the middle. Coach, you mentioned briefly about the uh, debut of Muyumba. I wanted to know what you thought specifically more of his game tonight and also of Edwin's game, bringing you that speed down the left-hand side, creating opportunities with Somosqueda and Muyumba. What would you think? Yes, well, starting with... With that win, I think he he changed a little bit the game for us. We were uh, paying attention to our right side. We were not as decisive in the first half. I think Riveros was doing a good job on, on Brooks. And then we tried to change that with uh, uh, Edwin. Eventually, he impacted the game. He had the assist in Thiago's goal. Um, and he was very you know, dangerous on both sides. He brings energy, uh, and he's very good at unbalancing the opponents, uh, getting into primacy zones, dangerous areas. And of course, the development for him is the decision making and the final pass. But he, he had a very good game as well. And Tristan, who I'm very impressed with, of course, we, you always watch film on signings, and, and you are excited about that and what what he can be, but uh, you never know until you see him live, right? And 
and there were good moments in training sessions. And today you saw what he can bring, a physical guy, a guy that changed the pace, that plays simple, but also can dribble past people, that his decision-making is very good, he's clever, and also can, can unbalance the back line with some runs inside the box. Um, and uh, he's still not 100% fit. So it's uh, looking forward to his development and his integration to the team and him fully fit. I think he's going to be a great signing for us. Back here, back right. Gonzalo, buenas noches. Felipe Valenzuela, Univision Los Ángeles. ¿Qué decepcionado estás con el equipo? ¿Qué te falló para obtener la victoria? ¿Y qué te ha parecido el torneo de la League Cup? Si es una buena opción para los equipos de la MLS, para la Liga MX, y que también se suspende por de pronto la temporada, ¿no? No sé si baja el ritmo o sube el ritmo. La verdad es que tu primera pregunta no sé si es decepcionado por el resultado o decepcionado con el equipo. Estoy muy decepcionado con el resultado, pero muy orgulloso del equipo. Se brindaron al 200%, hicieron un grandísimo esfuerzo. Eh, creo que por grandes lapsos del partido superamos a Cruz Azul. Fuimos mucho más peligrosos, eh, generamos muchas ocasiones de gol en mi forma de verlo. Eh, y no pudimos concretar, que es la parte que, que es eh, lamentable del, del encuentro, porque los muchachos jugaron muy, muy bien al fútbol. Y bueno, después lo del torneo, pues así es, esas son las reglas, ya sabemos, y, y bueno, trataremos de ajustar, tenemos tres semanas para preparar el próximo partido de liga y tratar de llegar en la mejor forma física y mental. We'll take three more questions from the room before we get to the Zoom. Gonzalo. We'll go ahead back here, back left. Gonzalo, ¿cómo va? ¿Todo bien? Todo bien, Diego. Bueno, eh, nada, quería preguntarte más ya de... All right, I, this is where I wish I had taken Spanish in high school, not French. I, I wish I could do better in translating that, but uh, clearly now we're into the, the Spanish language portion of Gonzalo Pineda's uh, remarks. But uh, Gonzalo sounds like a very, very disappointed manager. Yeah, and, and I, like, I get it. I mean, his team played well. His team, you know, the, the moves that he made today and this has been a topic of conversation is making adjustments and changing things whether it's game to game whether it's half to half the moves he made today paid off the goal that was conceded had nothing to do with moves that were made today it had nothing to do with tactics it had nothing to do with the way the team played the identity it had nothing to do with the way the team's trained it's a mistake where two players go for the same ball and miles robinson ronald hernandez both go for it I was kind of curious to see if if Gonzalo would say, and, and it's a credit to him as a as a manager who I think really is intelligent in how he handles his players. He didn't assign blame to one or the other. I think Ronald is the one who's maybe a little over just overreaching there, trying to get to that spot. Uh, but Miles doesn't win it either, and, and he's there as well, and it's more of his guy, so it doesn't happen. And there's no blame there from the manager to the players. It is a mistake that happens in a bad spot. Has nothing to do with the changes that he made. The changes that he made paid off. I thought the midfield was very good. I thought the midfield with, that was very fluid with Mateus Osechu, Amar Sadich, Tristan Muyambat was very, very good in controlling the play. Tiago Almada joining that midfield when situations called for it. Also stretching the field a little bit to the left when situations called for it. I thought that worked really well. Brooks Lennon wasn't able to make things happen down the right. Worked hard, didn't have his game today, and it was the same on Tuesday. He's been so good this season. You know, he's human. He worked well. He didn't play well. 
So the opportunity then to bring on Mosquera, put him as the winger, drop Lennon to the right back, that worked. And you started to see opportunities come from that side. Then when you have to make a change, because Wiley is cramping up, it appears, and, and that question wasn't asked, I'm assuming, based off the way he was being stretched after a, a collision, he couldn't continue. And you didn't have, because you started Hernandez and Lennon together and you had subbed Hernandez, you couldn't make that move to pull him over to the left side. So you had to really go with a little bit of a hybrid, a little bit of three center backs, like we saw on Tuesday, with Abram as the left-sided of the center back. So he's kind of a left back, kind of a left-sided center back. Mosquera is a wing back on that side. who would drop when he had to, but you wanted him to stretch the game on the left, and I thought he did. I thought he was very effective in those moments. And then the, the other side of being a manager in these moments and making changes or not making changes – and there's been a lot of conversation this week about the U.S. women's national team and Vlatko Andonovsky using one sub. And how could you? That's, that's a disgrace. And you, you cost the game. His team had five of the six last chances in the game. You don't just make subs to make subs. You have to make the right subs. Or you have to continue with what's working. Tristan Mouyamba was working. And we had the conversation with Gonzalo yesterday after training. The idea was... 50 to 55, and and 55, it felt like it was stretching it. He was ready at halftime. If he had to make the sub then, okay, he felt like Alonzo could go 45 if he had to and do like for like. Well, when you're in this game and you're in that moment and Tristan Muyomba was playing as well as he was and still had the energy and probably said he could continue, you keep rolling with it and you adjust. And the adjustment was – Pull Sadich, get a l- even more athletic in the middle of the pitch. You have Alonzo who can sit deeper. Hosechu can step forward a little bit more. And William Bach can really go forward. Don't have to come back and defend as much. Step forward. Try to make things happen in the attacking half. And I thought he did a good job of that. So it's a game that drives you insane. And, and this is the, the hardest thing about this game. And, look, it's easy to yell and it's easy to, to stomp your feet and it's easy to throw things about it. But – this game is one where the better team does not advance in the tournament. And you you put yourself in the situation. You gave up a goal off of a mistake. You can't do that. You gave up four goals in Miami. Can't do that. The response wasn't good enough there, and you didn't make the adjustments there. That's why you're out of the competition. The frustrating thing is the quality of play does not match the results. And that's untenable for a long period of time. And it's a very difficult spot because if the quality of play is not good and the results are not good, easy decisions. If the quality of play is not good and the results are good, which does happen, happens plenty of times, that's untenable as well. That's not going to continue. You're going you're gonna to get found out. Things are going to go against you. When the quality of play is good and the results are not, that's the toughest thing. Because you expect it to start breaking your way. You expect to get some breaks <clears> somewhere. <throat> you expect mistakes to stop happening. And they're not. It's not, again, it's not mistakes from what you're set up to do. It's not mistakes from what you're doing to prepare the team. It's individual players making mistakes in key moments. And there's been too many of those this season from good players. And it, it's, it can't continue because now you're at the point of the season, you're out of the Open Cup. You're out of the League's Cup. You have one trophy left. Supporter Shield, not going to happen. Cincinnati's got a big cushion. You have one trophy left. It's MLS Cup. It's all about results. Nothing else matters. And you're not going to sacrifice quality of play, obviously, to think you're going to get better results. But whatever you do, you have to get better results. 
and that's the challenging part of where this team is right now. And they got three weeks to stew over it. Yes, they do. Uh, man of the match brought to you by Heineken. Tiago Almada, the Atlanta United goal scorer. You heard Donnell Suggs uh, down in the media room ask Pineda if he felt like, uh, other than the guy in Miami, as Donnell <laughs> put it, uh, I like it how he put that. is Almada the best player in the league? And, uh, you know, again, he, he showed his class tonight. Uh, unfortunate that he could not have put that other one past the goalkeeper, Warado, in regulation because Warado had to make a big save on a deep, deep free kick. Yeah, about 35 yards, and Almada forced him to make a very tough save. Otherwise, we're talking about Almada with a brace. We're talking about Charlotte coming here on Wednesday. He tried to catch Arado because it's all set up for a play to the back post because the free kick's pretty wide. And Almada sees that he's got an angle and he's got the confidence to try to go for that and nearly, nearly pulled it off. He had the goal, and it's a great goal. It's kind of a poacher's goal. It's, it's a great finish from the top of the 18. Just takes it first time after Mosquera is able to make something happen. He also created three chances. He was 3 of 5 on the dribble, um, 54 of 61 in his passes. I think one of the numbers that jumps out to me is 17 of 20 on the long passes, switching the point of attack, opening the team up. He earned three free kicks. Tiago Almada did everything he could in this game. He tried to put the team on his back, and I think that's something that young players, it's sometimes hard to do, and I think he's growing more and more comfortable in doing that and being a leader on this team. I thought he had a great connection with Muyamba. What, what Gonzalo said about those players to combine with in the middle, that's very important, and I think this team as it is now with Mosquera in the group and the window's still open and there could be additions but with Mosquera in the group with Muyamba in the group I think you're in a really good spot with that group I think you've improved I really do but can you get even better hopefully you can add even more before the window shuts reportedly in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution two more signings in this window and I, I think Garth Lagerway and Gonzalo Pineda or excuse me Carlos Bocanegra have been pretty transparent in that one of those signings is likely to be a winger because they still really haven't done anything to address the departure of Luis Arrugia. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. The man of the match again, Tiago Almada, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Shots 15-6 to six Atlanta. Shots on target 4-3 Atlanta. Possession 60-40 Atlanta. Key passes 12-5 Atlanta. Expected goals 0.89 to 0.46 Atlanta. Each team with six corners. Atlanta won 54% of the duels. Fouls 18 to 15. Cruises. Well, I thought the referee, for the most part, did a good job tonight. Although, again, I do wonder about that first half handball mm -hmm. and Yako getting stepped on uh, at the top of the 18 there in the second half and uh, what the VAR uh, Benjamin Pineda of Costa Rica saw on his end of the monitor, uh, wherever that is. I don't know if they're at Hawkeye or if they're somewhere else uh, for this tournament. So anyhow, that is the statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Well, the highlights coming up next, Atlanta United eliminated in penalties tonight by Cruz Azul, 1-1 and 5-4 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with more full-time reports. A complete review of today's match on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. In penalties, Cruz Azul 5-4 over Atlanta United in a match that ended 1-1 at the end of regulation. Atlanta United is out of the 2023 League's Cup. Cruz Azul moving on to play Charlotte. Charlotte has a home game, but it's not going to be in Charlotte. Reportedly, it's going to be played in Frisco, Texas, because uh, it's, it's going to be played there. Bank of America Stadium is tied up next week. Um, I, 
I'm not exactly sure for what. Charlotte, Charlotte posted after they announced that it would be played in Frisco. Uh, Charlotte FC on Twitter, on, on the X, I guess, okay. said, uh, due to stadium commitments made before League's Cup 2023 was scheduled, Bank of America Stadium is unavailable to host the round of 32. The club made every effort to explore alternative venues in the area, but was unable to secure one in line with the operational requirements of the tournament. There's a football fan fest the night before, and Beyonce is in concert on August 9th. August 9th? I guess so that would be that, later that, on. If that they, could actually impact Charlotte's ability to host further rounds, yes. I, I would imagine. Yes. Uh, oof. Well, I want to be careful. I, I once made a comment that got the Bayhive very upset at me. So I'll, yeah, don't I'll, do that. I'm, I'm not going to stir that hornet's nest. Don't but, uh, do that. Cruises will now go into Dallas. Uh, they'll probably have the home pitch advantage, they, to be honest with they you. They absolutely uh, will have what, it. I don't it, think there's a huge Charlotte support group in, in Frisco, Texas. I'm well, sure there are a lot of Cruises Hull fans there. One of the big kicks in the stomach with the way this ended tonight for Atlanta United, had they won mm -hmm. in penalties, we would be back here Wednesday. Atlanta United, uh, we were not allowed to say this during the match, but I guess the cat's out of the bag now. Atlanta United would have hosted Charlotte on Wednesday had they won. Um that's just uh, them's the breaks, I guess. Uh, Atlanta United wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total currently $12,000. Let's get to the highlights of the match. Only goal in the first half scored by Cruz Azul. Came in the 20th minute, and it came off a throw-in. We've dissected that goal a couple times now. You heard Gonzalo Pineda asked about it earlier. Here is the goal, which is scored by Moises in the 20th minute. Thrown to the right side of the 18, headed up in the air, under it, Rotondi, pass to a wide-open teammate, shot, score! The wide-open teammate was Augusto Watti, who was not marked, and Atlanta United concedes the first goal again. Two headers inside the 18, it's a throw-in, the first header finds Lotti and Robinson and Hernandez both collapse on it. Neither one win the header. Hernandez came across, should have stayed where he was. Robinson also should have gotten to the spot first anyway, so Hernandez doesn't come across. Both of them go for it, don't win it, and that leaves Moises on the back post uh, wide open. Third time in the last four competitions, Atlanta United conceded the first goal. They obviously did not win any of those. In the second half, though, momentum clearly on Atlanta United's side. In fact, uh, prior to the goal scored by Almada in the 75th minute, Cruz Azul had only one shot in the second half. I know some people will argue that Game State was part of that, but I think, again, objectively, Atlanta United, once they brought on Edwin Mascara, they were really opening up Cruz Azul, and Mascara gets the assist here in the 75th minute on the hot play of the match brought to you by Scanna. This goal by Tiago Almada. Cut back pass, Mascara takes a touch, edge of the six, drop back, here's a shot, score! Tiago Almada! And now Atlanta United is right back in this with 15 minutes to play. A great ball from Almada to hit it all the way to the opposite side. Lennon keeps it alive, Mosquera drives into the 18, and... It falls to Almada at the top of the 18. I don't know if Mosquera necessarily laid it off to him or if it was maybe knocked away or if maybe under duress he knocks it back to Almada. But it's a great first-time finish from Tiago Almada, who started the play 
and finish the play. For over 20 years, Scana Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. That then led us to the penalty shootout uh, in a uh, do-or-die situation for both of these teams. The, the winner would go on to play Charlotte. The loser would be eliminated. Atlanta United won the coin toss. They had the opportunity to go first in the shootout. Brooks Lennon up to the spot first. He scores despite the goalkeeper. Morato getting a hand on it, but he does score. And then Carlos Salcedo hits the crossbar for Cruz's and it's 1-0 after one round to Atlanta United. Tristan Mayumba and Ignacio Rivero both score in the second round. It is then 2-1 to Atlanta United. In the third round, it begins with Miguel Berry. His penalty is saved, a good save by Warado, and Christian Tabot follows that up with a goal for Cruz Azul, 2-2 after three rounds. In the fourth round, Tiago Amada scores for Atlanta. Carlos Rotondi scores for Cruz Azul. In the fifth round, Yorgos Yakamakis scores for Atlanta United. That means if Uriel Antuna was saved or missed, Atlanta United would have won. Antuna, after a very... Um, elaborate run-up to the ball, uh, did score on Brad Guzan. That made it 4-4 after five rounds. Now you're essentially in sudden death. And here is how it ended with Juanjo Parata going to the penalty spot for the beginning of round six to Atlanta United. Again, the shootout tied at four at this point. Hands on hips for Parata. He looks at the net. He struts up to the ball. He strikes it and misses. Now Cruz Azul can win if they put this one past Brad. And uh, here's how that unfolded with Augusto Lotti going up to the spot for the game winner for Cruz Azul. Again, action at the goal to our right. Guzan standing behind the end line. Lotti looking at the ball. He's up to it. He strikes it. He scores. Cruz Azul wins. Atlanta United is done in League's Cup. And there you have it, 5-4 in six rounds of penalties to Cruz Azul. And um, <laughs> again, I know a lot of people are fired up on the Bird app about why was Parata taking a penalty, but we just kind of went through it here in the booth. Um, at that point, when you get beyond your first five penalty takers, your options are really down to center backs. Ozzy Alonso was an option at that point. Uh, Edwin Mosquera was an option at that point. You're not going to have Brad take a penalty in round six. Some some teams have goalkeepers who will take them. I don't, not Brad. Yeah, I don't not think Brad goes. Although, Brad. Not former, sixth. Former midfielder. Not sixth. <laughs> but not sixth. Um, so, I mean, if you want to get upset about anything, I, I, I really think going after the, the penalty order and having Parata uh, take one is, is barking up the wrong tree, in my opinion. Um, Your options were Edwin Mosquera, Ozzy Alonso, Luis Abram, Miles Robinson, Brad Kazan. Those yeah. were your options. When you get past five, and even in your five, there is a balance between working on it, and, and the team was taking more penalties in training. Look, managers have different approaches. Tata Martino said before the knockout game in 2017 that his team did not practice penalties. Some managers don't want to do it. They don't want to put that in players' heads. Some managers don't. Some managers do. I think Atlanta United, I saw it firsthand when they had fans out at training um, the Friday before the Miami game. They did a shootout, and nine of the ten were converted. They did a shootout there. Parata took one in that and converted it. Um, but more importantly, when you get to that point, 
you're looking for confidence. And I'll give Juan Parata a ton of credit for stepping up to take that because Parata didn't start today. He came on really because Caleb Wiley couldn't continue. Um, he was part of a back line that gave up four goals on Tuesday. He did not start. He could have been in the background and said, no, I don't, I'm not going to take it. He stepped up to take it. It's a credit to his character. He didn't convert it, and that's going to haunt him for a while. And it, he's, he's probably not going to sleep well tonight. And I hate that for him because he stepped up in a moment to try to help this club. That's, that, that's the cruelty of this, and that's the part that, you know, y- you, can, you can be upset, and I get it, but it's hard to cast blame in those situations because it is so, so difficult with the game on the line in that moment, and it's not your specialty. And there's none of those players that it would have been their specialty in that moment. He stepped up to take it. He missed. He didn't miss by much, but he missed. He'll have to to deal with that, and I hate it for him because it's just it's so hard to do that part of the job right there in that shootout. Chick-fil-A committed to helping fight food insecurity and is proud to partner with Atlanta United and Soldiers Angels to help tackle veteran hunger all season long. When an Atlanta United player successfully makes a tackle, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Atlanta will donate 100 pounds of food to feed a military or veteran family in need for a month. For more information and to see how you can help, visit atlutd.com backslash community. We'll take your questions and comments on Twitter after this. As Atlanta United eliminated in penalties tonight by Cruz's will 5-4 in a 1-1 match. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, once again, Atlanta United flying to Cruz Azul in penalties tonight. 5-4 in penalties after a 1-1 match in 90 minutes. Cruz Azul gets the necessary two points to advance to the knockout phase of League's Cup. And Atlanta United is eliminated having earned one point in their two 
group stage matches. Let's get to some questions and comments now on Twitter. You can send them to us at MyConti929 and at Longshoe. Dave Davis says, I think it's okay to fully place blame on Hernandez for the Cruz's old goal. There was no need for him to leave his man to try to win that ball. You mentioned earlier that neither he nor Miles won the ball, but if he's in his position, it doesn't matter and he can attempt to clear it. Yeah, he made a mistake. I never said that he didn't. I think the the point that was made, at least by one other uh, person on Twitter, was that that was a mistake of Pineda because he played Hernandez instead of Parata, but Parata's not a right back. Hernandez played as a right back. I think because the, the conversation about formation and shape um, has maybe gotten a little confusing as of late because Atlanta United's fluid in that. We talked about it during buildup. They, they, Ronald Hernandez tucked inside during buildup. They didn't defend with three center backs. They defended in a line of four. When they were building up the play, Wiley went down the left, Hernandez stayed, and they built up with three. That's different. Parata would not have played in place of Hernandez in the way the team played tonight because he's not a right back. So in terms of a lineup choice, that's not a choice. There's no choice there. Parata would have played instead of Abraham or Robinson. And, yes, they both made a mistake in that moment. Hernandez made the bigger of the two mistakes because he came across to try to win it. But Robinson didn't get to the spot to win it either. They both made mistakes. And, yeah, 70-30, you 80-20, 75-25, whatever percentage you want to put on it, they both are involved in making a mistake there. It's a center back's ball. Like, that's one you got to win, first off, if you're Miles Robinson. And Ronald Hernandez needs to stay at home and trust that he's going to win it. There's two mistakes involved in the situation, but Parata's starting wasn't going to happen in the way that the team lined up tonight. Uh, Almata Flo says you can't let a game like that go to penalties. Tiago was incredible. The synergy with Caleb was great. Mayumba was a nice surprise. But now you have to sit with the consequences of not finishing chances. Yeah, 100%. And you have to sit with the consequences of making those mistakes and giving up that goal. And that's the bigger thing for me. Like, it's... It's hard to score goals in this game. It is. It's difficult. It's what, what do we always get when, when people discover soccer for the first time? Uh, and I saw somebody, a baseball writer, do this this weekend. It's, oh, why don't they, they make the field a little bit smaller, and that way they'll have more shots on goal because we need more goals in the game. Um, it's hard to score goals. It's difficult. It's not easy. So that part, yes, you want to convert more. You can't give up soft goals that's the bigger issue for me on on both sides of it i agree you can't let it get to penalties you can't let a game come down to penalties because it is a coin flip it is very difficult but the the bigger issue for me is conceding the way that they did it's a bad goal to concede Interesting one here from Cameron. Uh, he says, watching this sport is about more than just brashly overreacting to the results. How a team plays matters. How new players like Mayumba connect with the team matters. He points out Cruz Azul played Inter-Miami off the pitch for large swaths of that game. To be fair, Messi did not start. Uh, but Cameron believes Atlanta United is still going to make the playoffs. And again, for those who have forgotten, and it sounds like many of you have, uh, with 10 matches to play, Atlanta United six points above the playoff line. And how far are they away from third, by the way? Uh, still within three points, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, some teams do have a game in yeah, hand yeah. in that mix, yeah, to be yeah. fair. But, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, yeah. they're – and Atlanta is going to play a lot of the teams that are 
in the mix right now. They're going to play Cincinnati twice. I don't think they can catch them, but they're going to play Nashville again at home. They're going to play Philadelphia again on the road. Um, so they're, they're going to have some chances. They're going to play D.C. on the road. That might end up being a very big match at the end of the season. Uh, but they're going to have some chances to make up that ground with a direct head-to-head outcome. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm glad Cameron tweeted that because um, I think that – may have been lost in the um, frustration on the part of many tonight. I was having a, a conversation last night uh, as we were waiting for the Atlanta United 2 game to start just about this kind of idea of development, of results, of identity, and I think understanding what an identity is within a team. And Atlanta United, I, I, I always say this to break down identity. You have to make a decision when you're forming a club, when you're forming a team, when you're forming an idea. Do you want the ball or do you not want the ball? Because everything you do tactically off of that, everything you do from a philosophical standpoint and the way you want your team to play is do I want the ball and do everything with the ball or do I want to not have the ball? Philadelphia, for example. Everything for them is based on not having the ball. And they can be incredibly effective with that, and they can be good, and they can develop players to fit that style. It's not my taste. That's a taste thing. You either you like having the ball, like a Pep Guardiola, for example, or you like a manager who is defensive. And, and, and it's a lot of X's and O's, and it's a lot of tactics. Jose Mourinho, for example. That's a decision you make, and then everything goes off of that. Atlanta United has always been a team that wants to have the ball. That's the number one thing about identity. That has not changed from any of the managers that Atlanta United's had. Now, they interpret having the ball and what they do with it differently. Frank DeBoer was a little more conservative with the ball. Tata Martino was both. At times, he was aggressive. He was very vertical at times. But he also got conservative at times. And think about the playoff run in 2018. Got conservative when it came to having the ball and where you had the ball. Gonzalo Pineda has been the very aggressive one out of Atlanta United's managers in getting numbers forward, in living and dying with the idea of I'm going to send numbers forward to score as many goals as possible and I'm going to take risks doing it. He's been the one who's done that. We didn't see enough of Gabriel Heinze to see how that would have evolved, so that's why I left him out of the conversation. You have to do that, and that's what good teams and good managers do. They, they have their idea of how they want their team to play. You have to go to a club that has similar beliefs. Of course, you can interpret them differently, but you have similar beliefs in playing with the ball and getting numbers forward. And then you have to stick with it, and you can't deviate from it. You can't because the results are, are bad and, and you're making mistakes. You can't all of a sudden say, all right, we're going to play 5-4-1. We're going to not try to connect three passes in our own half because we don't want to turn the ball over. We're just going to bomb it long, and we're going to hope and, and maybe get a counter here or there, and that's what we're going to do. You can't coach teams to do that unless that's your idea that's your philosophy that's your identity that's not atlanta united's identity it never will be they're always going to be a risk-taking team how much risk it's down to the manager to decide and it's down to the players to execute it but i love that there is a clear identity and i love that there is a clear belief in attacking soccer because that's the kind of game i love and i hope that it gets better results in these last 10 games in the regular season, and the belief in the idea pays off. Ricky Ricardo says he knew going into this match that if Atlanta did not advance, they were going to go three weeks without a match, and he does not see how that is a benefit 
So what is Atlanta United going to get out of that time? Well, it's no benefit, obviously. I mean, that's why you try to advance. That's why it meant something this game. That's why you saw the reaction from Cruz Azul that you did. Um, not just because of Tuca Ferretti and the conversation around him and his future. You want to play meaningful games. This tournament means something. You can agree or disagree with that, but I think the players showed in the way this game played out and many others in this tournament have played out. It means something. And one thing it means is getting to continue to play ga meaningful games because now you get you get a little bit of a break. That's good. You're able to incorporate you know, Muyamba a little bit easier. You're able to, I think, with that amount of time, if you get signings done before the window closes, you can get them in with your visas and, <laughs> and be able to get some training sessions with them. Those are good things, but it's hard to replicate match rhythm without playing matches. So that's going to be a real challenge. Yeah, I, I do know several months ago there was some chatter about trying to line up fixtures uh, between teams that were knocked out early yeah, for, for either friendlies yeah. or whatever. It's, I mean, it's a friendly. It's nothing um, else. Right now, just looking at things, there are only, at this very moment, two MLS teams eliminated, Atlanta and St. Louis. Now, that, that is a this exact moment it looks like colorado it looks like austin they're probably both going out um then dc's already moved on red bulls might be they have to do something tomorrow your best bet um, somebody like st louis who you're not going to play in the regular season correct and it doesn't yeah. matter and you're actually going to get a benefit from <laughs> playing them because you have to go to Philly and, and you have to play Cincinnati, which are similar kinds of teams. Oddly, Seattle looks like they're about to go out, well, too. you're going to play them first game. You're going to play them first game. But uh, I would not be shocked, and this is just because I have heard this chatter yeah. uh, that the eliminated teams might organize a fixture. Uh, otherwise, Atlanta United will go to something to play the friendly, or I, mean, I don't know. Like, you're you're going to scrimmage with the second team. You're, you're going to... You know, you're going to get scrimmages and, and behind closed door friendly. It's not the same thing, and it can't be the same thing. And you'll it'll be something. It's better than nothing, but it's not the same thing, and it's going to be really difficult to get the match-level intensity that you need to prepare. Now, you'll be fresh, and that's, that is a good thing. That's the, the, the When you're preparing a team, you're looking at, is my team rested or are they tired? Is my team in good form or are they not in good form? Are they in rhythm or are they not in rhythm? You're going to be rested. You can manage workload now really easily. That's great. You'll be firing on all cylinders in that regard physically, but not soccer-wise because you can't be. You'll also, again, according to reports, possibly have one or two new players in the team. and uh, You'll if, have time to get them in. If visa's clear and everything like that, you'll you'll have a couple weeks to, to work those players in. So we'll take a final break, and uh, we'll look ahead to, I don't think it's worth previewing the Seattle match because that's so far away, but we'll just get a little more into the next three weeks and say goodnight after this. So Atlanta United is eliminated in penalties tonight by Cruz Azul 5-4 in a 1-1 match on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. To the full time report. Our United play here. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right, wrapping up the full time report again Atlanta United and Cruz Azul playing a 1 1 draw tonight. Cruz Azul then winning the penalty shootout 5 4, which gives them the necessary bonus point to advance to the knockout round. They will play Charlotte in Frisco, Texas next Thursday. Atlanta United eliminated. They will not play again for three weeks. I just took a look at Atlanta United's final 10 MLS regular season fixtures. And again, Atlanta United, six points above the line, three points out of third, and third would be a home game with uh, 10 to play. And like I said, Atlanta United will have head-to-head opportunities against teams in this mix. Eight of Atlanta United's final 10 matches are against teams that are currently above the playoff line the two exceptions are home games against Montreal, who's just below the playoff line right now, 10th in the East, and Miami. Uh, and There are some questions about Miami and who might be available for that match because you're coming out of an international window where surely some of their players are going to be involved in matches on the midweek. Uh, but Atlanta United is going to have an opportunity here. It, it's in their hands right now, and... Uh, Jason, I think in large part what happens over the next three weeks in terms of the reported player signings that are imminently to be announced uh, and the continued, I guess, building of chemistry with the players that you have brought in in this window already, Tristan Mayumba especially, uh, that is probably going to go a large way to determining if Atlanta United is going to make the playoffs or if they're going to be out for the third time in the last four years. The biggest thing is going to be eliminating mistakes and adding new pieces and building chemistry are, are parts of that. They're, they're good parts of that, but you have to have better performances in the defensive third. And that's what it comes down to because this team has scored enough goals to have a better record. 
and they've given up too many goals to have that better record. And that's the part that just has to change. If that's personnel, if it's, I don't know what else it is outside of players performing better. It's if it's change of personnel to get better performances, you have to have that because now you're at the point of the season where the identity is defined. The way this team plays is defined. You have a, quite a few different tactical variations in terms of playing three center backs, in terms of playing a 4-3-3, in terms of playing Almada as a 10 or playing as a winger like we saw today, but tucking inside, overloading the midfield, a box midfield. We've seen a lot of different things in terms of ways to play. That's all established. Now it's results, and you have to make your own luck to get those results. Whatever it takes, you have to find a way into the playoffs, and ideally you have to find a way into hosting a playoff game. Uh, very much so because um, Atlanta United has, as most teams do, has uh, struggled mightily on the road this year. So uh, we're off for the next three weeks for uh, league action. We'll be back on the air Sunday, August 22nd at 10.30 Eastern time. That will be from Seattle. Uh, Jason will actually be on the air at 9 o'clock Eastern time that night to recap the Women's World Cup final, and that will take us straight into match coverage at 10 p.m. for Five Stripes After Dark. In the meantime, Jason and I will be back with you for football of another kind on Wednesday, August 16th. We will call a Corky Kell Dave Hunter Classic game, Parkview at Kell High School, on Wednesday, August 16th at 8 p.m. So uh, Jason and I will do American football, then we'll get on the bird and head out to Seattle and uh, call the beautiful game. Um, that's going to do it for tonight. That's about all I think that we can say. Miller Pope, our engineer, Dom Shirosky, our producer. For Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Again, Atlanta United falls in penalties tonight, 5-4 to Cruz Azul in a match that ended regulation even at 1. We will see you in three weeks here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You've been listening to the Full Time Report, a complete wrap-up of today's Atlanta United game. Tune in for complete match day coverage all season long. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.